Consulting Podcast. I am your host, Ian Dial Loco. Welcome to a new edition of Racket Breakdown with Pixar. And with me to help pick the next champion of this next bracket, I have Mr. Nickerish Nick Wood joining. Hello, all. Mr. Damon the Gobbler Anderson. How's it going? And George Soul Phoenix. Hi. <laughs> well, for those of you who may not know, we have started a Pixar bracket determining the best of a certain decade. Because as I mentioned in that previous video or recording, sorry, slip up already. Uh, we, since Pixar is still going, we can't just decide who is the best of all time because there could be something else that comes out. And we did the first decade a while back, and it was me, Nick, and George that decided. And Damon was initially going to be part of it, but something came up and he had to drop out. Oh, wait, sorry. Another mess up on my part, it was Fargo that helped decide, <laughs> who, who sadly has had to miss out on this one. So, Damon, if you would like to know, I'm pretty sure if I have these written down right, you would like yeah. to know how it went? Yeah, why not? So, as a brief recap, and Nick and George, if you want to chime in, to, if you know this is exactly how it went or not. Don't just take the words out of my mouth that it's completely true. Uh, in the first round, we had the number four seeded Incredibles overthrowing Monsters, Inc. That was at number five. And okay. on the other side of the bracket, we had Finding Nemo, the number three, defeating the number six, A Bug's Life. Because the top two seeds got a bye. And those top two were... Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2. <laughs> Fun, funny, enough, that. Huh. Funny, enough, funny enough, the numbers that they are is the number they were ranked. <laughs> and then, so we had the number one Toy Story up against number four Incredibles, which Toy Story handily defeated it to yeah. go to the finals. And then we had Toy Story 2 up against Finding Nemo, which Toy Story 2 then beat that. So we had a full-on Toy Story finale, and we ultimately crowned Toy Story 1, the best of the first decade of Pixar. The OG that started it all took the reins and the title right off the bat. I want to say I'm surprised, but am I, though? <laughs> About the winner or something else? The winner. Okay. <laughs> And after a brief discussion, we decided that one of these was going to move on to basically fill out the second decade because we just needed one more because we were at 11. Yeah. And it's like, well, we kind of need 12. So we all voted on who we were going to go with to get a redemption or a second, you know? Yeah, yeah. Around. So, and I'm assuming that was the Incredibles. Well, we will be getting to that shortly, but yeah, that's what it was. Um, 
if you would have had a choice, is that who you would have gone with? Uh, overall, yes. I, I feel like when you're mentioning some choices, uh, I feel like it would have been harder for me to choose like Toy Story 2 and Finding Nemo, um, stuff like that. And I, although I would still pick Finding Nemo, I, I care really, you know, I care about A Bug's Life, and I think that's a very underrated of the Disney, you know, Pixar era. But I mean, there's, there's still, you know, I, I overall probably would have led to the same conclusion. But I think maybe some of my choices would have been a little bit different altogether. Okay, well, we'll see how this one goes because. As I say it off the bat, uh, I will only put my input at the end because I do not get a vote this time. Instead, it's going to be up to you three. Okay. I hope you're up to the task. So, but without further ado, let me get to the introductions of the movies up for this. <laughs> So without being ranked, here we go. At number eight, we have Cars. At number four, we have Ratatouille. At number five, Wall-E. Number three, Up. Number one, Toy Story 3. Number 12, Cars 2. Number nine, Brave. Number 10, Monsters University at number 10. I already said that. Number two, <laughs> Inside Out. Number 11, The Good Dinosaur. Number six, Finding Dory. And number seven, Coming Back, The Incredibles. Okay, so. Obviously, in this scenario, the top four got a buy. So, Toy Story 3, Inside Out, Ratatouille, and Up all moved ahead. So, the first matchup that we're looking at for you guys to decide who moves on is the number eight cars up against the number nine Brave. And I'm going to start with Nick. Oh, God. Well, uh, this one's kind of easy because I didn't get through the Cars movie. And uh, I thought it had uh, no originality at all. And obviously, I'm not a huge fan of the source material. So I'm going to go with Brave, which... Isn't saying much because I wasn't a huge fan of that movie either, but uh, I do like fantasy adventures and fairy tales and all that stuff like that. So I had high hopes for it, but just because of who it is against, I'm going to go with Brave. Okay, so that's one for Brave. Mr. Gobbler Anderson, who are you casting your vote for? So uh, between the two films... um... I'm I'm kind of torn on it because although I I think I have to go with the completely opposite of Nick here, oh. I think I think Cars I, I 
I think Cars actually had a uh, actually a little bit more original compared to. There's nothing like that in the whole lineup of uh, lineup of all of Pixar and stuff. There's nothing that's like that. That is a totally crazy extreme. Whereas Brave, I feel like we've kind of seen it before. It's you know I don't think there's anything that's special about it that sticks out, um, but overall I do th- actually think that Brave is a, a better film than Cars. But I, I do believe that there's a uh, so, so I'm getting confused at who you're picking now. <laughs> I, I, I'm 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 going I'm going with Brave. Okay. Oh. So after all that talk on Cars and saying how Brave is a little bit less original. Why now are you all of a sudden going with Brave with your vote? Well, I I, th- I believe Brave altogether is a better film overall, but I do believe that Cars is a little bit underrated. <laughs> who, are you, who are you voting to eliminate? Do you do you want Cars to be eliminated or do you want Brave to be eliminated? I'm I'm picking Brave. Okay, picking, I, I'm picking Brave <laughs> to, to to move on. Yes. Okay, because as George's phrase, they said, who are you eliminating? <laughs> okay, well, without, without all, the, all that said, Brave officially gets to move on because it got two votes right there. George, if you would have had a vote, who would you have gone with? I would have got rid of Brave because it's basically Brother Bear. And more importantly... Brave is like the worst Pixar film in like the entire roster on this like seed thing because it doesn't do anything good. Wow. Bold statements. Well, honestly, if I would have had a vote here, I would have given it to Brave. I'm not a Cars fan. Uh, ne- next, we have. The number five seed, Wally, versing the lowest seed, number twelve, Cars Two. <laughs> and, and Damon, you get first pick. Wally. <laughs> would, would, would you like to clarify in any way why? Yes, because Cars where I think they could have done something okay with it and made it actually decent. And like, they had a simple, very simple plan idea. Then they're like, you know what? We're just going to just go hog wild and just make the most ridiculous film we could. We're going to make them spies now. Is that cool? They, they just went so off the wall with it. Whereas Wally, I feel like was a, you know, generally a pretty solid story. It's kind of a dark, grim story. Like I like those kind of things. But yeah, you, you actually picked this as like the Pixar movie that could be a horror movie. It's if you disturbing. Remember, right? I, I generally feel like it's a kind of a disturbing <laughs> film. But Cars Two was awful. I just I was just, I was almost disgusted by it. Like I was just like, this is pitiful. <laughs> okay, one for Wally. Uh, George, who are you casting your vote for? Wally. Cars Two is just not my genre. Like, it's not... I'm way too old to be able to justify liking that movie. But, but if you do, it's okay. No, uh, Nick, even though you are you don't have a vote here, I feel like I know where you'd be going, but would you <laughs> like to say? Uh, yeah, I'm Wally, absolutely. I just... 
I've heard because, uh, like I said, I haven't not gotten through any of the car movies, and I just heard that Cars Two is by far the worst of the three, and I just tried to stuff too much into it. So I would have gone with Wally any well, scenario. A big issue that I found was like it highly involved Mater, and mm-hmm. it, it just it went. It's just like I said, it just completely came out of nowhere. It just doesn't make sense. Well, and once again, since. I'm not casting a vote here, but I would have also gone with Wally because, in my opinion, Cars 2 is the worst that Pixar has done. Yes, I would agree with that. <laughs> and now moving to the other side, we have the number seven seed, the returning Incredibles, up against the number 10 seed, Monsters U. And we'll start with the first vote with Mr. George. Who are you going with? Oh boy. I don't know. I I, I wanna say it's the Incredibles here. I, I I liked Monster U. It's not bad by any means. It's I'd almost debate it's probably better than the actual original, even though it's a prequel, but shenanigans and all that prequel second movie bullshitium that they sometimes do with movies. But, uh, I don't know. The Incredibles is just... It, it's weird to be relatable with superheroes. Let's put it that way. And I, I quite in, enjoyed that. Okay. So that's one for the Incredibles. Mr. Nick, who are you going with? Incredibles or Monster U? Yeah, this one is not even close for me. Absolutely the Incredibles. I was not that big of a fan of Monsters University. Um, I did enjoy the return visit with Mike and Sully. They're always great, but, um, I thought the first film had the uh, monsters Inc. had much more of an engaging story in all the fields. And this one was definitely lacking in those. And, um, uh, I don't know. I just way underwhelmed me. I guess I was expecting too much after the greatness of the first one. So definitely incredible. Well, and just like that, Incredibles Redemption keeps going. Uh, Damon, if you would have had a vote, who would you cast? Uh, I would actually, too, go with Incredibles. Yep. Uh, Yeah, and if I could have said anything, I would have also gone with the Incredibles, uh, mostly because, again, I was not a fan, really, of Monsters U., Mostly because if you've seen any 80s college movie, you have seen Monsters U. <laughs> I, I see true. the thing for me is I don't I don't hate Monsters University. I really don't. But I uh, I think I, the ending is the best part. Yeah, I would say that, too. But it, it's not. Uh, OK, so moving on to the next side, we have the number six Finding Dory. Up against the number eleven, find good dinosaur. <laughs> and with this one, we start with Mr. Nick again. Oh. All right. Well, good dinosaur. I, I saw it one time, and don't remember too much about it other than there was a. I think the dinosaur's name was Arlo. Yeah. And uh, the kid's name was Spot or something like that. Spike and. Uh, Spike, spot, something like that. But uh, it was pleasant, you know, at times. It tried to make you have all the feels, but I don't know. It was just a forgettable experience for me. and Definitely didn't live up to the expectations set by Pixar. You know. 
So um, definitely going with Finding Dory. Okay, so one vote for Finding Dory. Uh, Damon, who are you casting your vote for, Dory or the Good Dinosaur? Um, I'm actually going to have to choose um, Finding Dory. And this is the most recent one that you've seen, correct? Yes. Any uh, intrigue on to why you'd pick it over good? For me, I think Pixar... Like, I thought this film was kind of a letdown. And you're Uh, talking about Good Dinosaur. Yes. Finding Dory, you know, Finding Dory had an issue of it being a film that was a sequel. Like, from a sequel from a film that came out many years prior. Mm -hmm. And it kind of had the same issue as Monsters University. Whereas, you can sometimes feel underwhelmed. Although it's still pretty okay, it boiled down to that for me. But I do did like it, but I, I was not a fan of The Good Dinosaur. I didn't think it was that good at all. Okay. Oh, and just like that, Finding Dory moves on. Uh, Mr. George, if you had had a vote, who would have you given it to? Well, honestly, I, I would have to say probably echo the other two with Finding Dory. More so for the fact that, again, The Good Dinosaur is definitely more geared towards, you know, a younger audience of which I am no longer the part of. Well, still Finding Dory is still geared to that younger audience, but, you know, it's... I I don't know. I, I really can't justify more than that. Yeah. Uh, and again, if I had any say in this, I would have echoed all three of you. I would have gone with Finding Dory. I finally did watch Good Dinosaur on Disney+, Plus, and here's the best thing I'll say about it. The background artistry is actually pretty good. It's just when the dinosaurs are that are on there, it's a complete just shift of what? And I got pretty bored. So, yeah, I would have gone with Finding Dory, too. I actually find Finding Dory pretty entertaining sometimes, so. So now we have the emergence of the number one seed, Toy Story 3, Woo! going up against Brave at number nine. God. Will, will she overthrow the mighty giant of the toy? Damon, who do you cast your vote for? So I'm just going to let you know it's not Brave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? Um, well, although I said Brave, you know, is okay compared to, you know, Toy Story. <laughs> I mean, what, what more can you, you can't really fight. Whereas Toy Story, I generally think is like, is a near perfect movie in my eyes. Like it, it just is beautifully, you know, shot. Like it's, it looks and, beautiful. And just it's, to clarify, we are talking about Toy Story 3. Yes. Just because you keep saying Toy Story. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, to- for Toy Story 3, it's it's completely, you know, it's beautiful. The story is very well, you know, it sets up good for, you know, the fourth film that, you know, we really didn't necessarily know about. But it, it was just, it was hmm. a solid film. It's one of the few films in theaters I feel like that actually, you know, really almost brought tears, you know, really got me watery in the eyes mm-hmm. because it's just a beautiful, sentimental moment. Okay. 
Mr. George Soul Phoenix. Toy Story 3 or Brave, even though I'm pretty sure I know which one. <laughs> don't make me be <laughs> just to be Don't good. make me say it again. <laughs> it's not like you put it out there that Brave is the worst on here for you. I, I know, right? <laughs> well, I, I was going to make one point on uh, Toy Story 3, though, that I, I think the reason why I did enjoy Toy Story 3 so much, adding on to what Damon said, was the fact that I myself was in college when this movie came out. Nice. So when I actually went and saw this movie with my mom, my mom started crying, so then I started crying, and then everybody was crying. Absolutely. Well, and that's why I, I, I personally, that's why I like it compared. One and two, I do think are, you know, generally better, but three did something that the other two didn't do. And that was one and two was still kind of kid and like teenage. Yeah, you didn't really. Feel, this one was like, the, this it showed a moment that we all had to experience in life, you know, in one way or another. The whole giving your toys away to let other kids experience it. And that was, it's a beautiful shot moment. And it's a very sentimental moment in, in just about all people's lives. Okay, well, and just like that, once again, Toy Story moves on to the final four. Oh, you're Nick, I would ask, Nick, I would ask you, but I know you would <laughs> Toy Story. No, that's an absolute fucking landslide. You, you would have just said three. That's it. Yep. You wouldn't even said toy and story. You just would have said three. He would have said, said story you, three. <laughs> no, I just would have said, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. We would have all four agreed. Yeah, Toy Story 3 would be moving on. Oh, I think I'm going to go to the other side of the bracket just because I think that one's a really tough one. Uh, so we have the emerging number two seed, Inside Out, going up against the number seven returning, Incredible. And I believe I start with George here. Oh, you have to let me start this one off. It's like, mm, I quite liked Inside Out. I thought it was a, a beautiful, intriguing, interesting story. I, I've done a little bit of digging on the movie for my own personal interest and stuff. Like, through the commentaries and all that stuff that they give you through, like, the disc extras and whatnot. It's like, even the music score is pretty damn good for uh, Inside Out. Ah. Talking a whole lot about Inside Out, so... I, I, I am. It's like... <laughs> like, even, like, the sound effects they use for, like, the uh, memory orbs and whatnot. They, they even specifically made them sound like that and had them, like, play off each other. So when you had the, the, the big fancy double memory at the end, it was meant to be a combination of the sounds of the different orbs. Like, really well thought out. And I don't have to say it about Incredibles on how well thought out that movie was and put together and scene and score and how you feel. Comparing the two, it's like, do you want to compare a more heart-stringing polling movie versus a nice, action, family-friendly kind of movie? It's 
Honestly, 50-50. Can I be a split vote here and have just pass this burden to someone else? Because I don't want to handle this thing. It's a live egg. I can't do it, damn it. Well, if we have to do that, then I have to go to Nick to cast the boat. George, you son of a bitch. No, I'm kidding. Um, let's just say, okay, well, you already know I feel about the Incredibles. Basically, you know, it's brought loads of like wit and tons of fun to the animated superhero genre and uh, I do believe the film lived up this name incredible but now to get the inside out this movie was like outside of the box completely different and you know and somehow was, inside yeah and for the trailer didn't give much away but I will say right off the bat Lewis Black stole the show for me yeah and um, uh, the movie's inventive it's gorgeously animated it's powerfully moving it's just uh, another outstanding addition to Pixar, and I think it simplified a lot of complexities as far as uh, the morality of the story goes, and it's nice to see the story embrace those emotional qualities and achieve through brilliant comedic timing and, and you know, genuine, genuine heartfelt moments. So for me, and this is tough, they're both great, but I'm going to go with Inside Out. Oh, boy. Problem. Okay. Well, Good luck, Damon. Well, well, Nick, we we get it. So you're going over Inside Out, Damon. Inside Out or The Incredibles? So, Inside Out was a movie that I actually, it when I when I first seen it, I wasn't knowing what to expect, and I watched it. And I was like, okay, this is different like this was not was i it was really wasn't wasn't what i was expecting actually and it's 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 a very beautiful film and it is a very like like george said it's the being emotional versus something that's actually just like a solid action thriller i would say like kind of you know thrilling fun it's you know but overall i think due to story like story and lore and everything i'm gonna have to go with incredibles Oh wow! <laughs> well, we have a tie, and we have to come all the way back to George. All right, I think you guys know I do quite like my superhero, so my superhero movies. Because me yep. and Damon, and I think Ian, I've chatted your guys' ears off respectively, but <laughs> a little bit of backup here. I'm willing to go all in on uh, Inside Out because. That was a fantastic movie. Are you going with Inside Out? Yeah. Okay. Well, after all that, number two seed knocks out the the attempting to redeem himself Incredibles. Number, this next one, we have the Emerging House, number three seeded up, going up against Finding Dory. Mm, God, bless America. Because of the toss, Damon, you get first pick. <laughs> okay. So, uh, between the two, like, find, Finding Dory for me is a very, uh, like I said, it, ha- it, it although I don't think it quite lived up to the original Finding Nemo, it was still a very solid, you know, sequel, I would say. One that I could watch, and I'm like, okay, this is cute, you know. And I really like how they brought in Marlin and stuff to be a part of it. And they didn't just make it like, you know, something different. Whereas Monsters University, I felt 
failed in that is it didn't really bring a whole lot of new characters in as much, you know, older characters. But yeah. I, an interesting thing that I do, I, I think I'm going to have to go with Up. I, I really am. Because Up still has one of the saddest opening sequences from any mm-hmm. film. And it's just a, it's a fun, beautiful story. Like it, it is. It's it really is compared to Fighting Dory, which is cute and it's it's nice, a nice, good feeling watch. Up really to me makes you feel something. It makes you feel that you know the feeling of like the more you get older, the more things like you realize like the dreams can die, and it's it's the whole movie is about not letting your dreams die, and I I can get behind that all the way. Okay. It's one for up, Mr. George. Who do you cast your vote for? See, it's up versus Finding Dory, right? Yep. Uh, I gotta go with up. That's enough said. Gotta go with up. Okay. You gotta go up. Gotta go up. Uh, And that's what she said. And just and just like that, the house <laughs> destroys Dory. Well, uh, technically, it would. Mister Nick, if you would have had a vote, up. Yep, pretty simple. Uh, I also would have gone with up, as kind of Damon said. I actually think that Dory is actually pretty entertaining. Sometimes I really enjoyed actually the octopus character by Ed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, up just hit harder. Okay, so the hardest one, in my opinion, in this round, I'm saving it here. Uh, we have the number four seed, Ratatouille, going up against the number five seed, Wally. Holy shit. And George gets first vote. <laughs> Damn it. What? <laughs> uh, what? <sighs> what was the question? <laughs> Ratatouille or. Wally. Shit. Ugh. Mm. But this was hard for me. Yeah, this was hard for me too. It's like. I might upset you guys by saying this, but I almost want to say Wally. Just for the fact that that movie has. It can just come in from many different angles depending on how you want to walk into it and look at it. Opposed to Ratatouille, which is still on even ground, but it's you only really can look at it one way for the most part. Fair uh, enough. I'm going to give it uh, to Wally simply for the fact that it's more versatile and it's uh, how you want to view it. Hmm. Okay. Mr. Nick. <laughs> My God. So... We all know, you know, Wally's the charming love story of the two lonely robots surrounding a satire of consumer culture, and it never loses, you know, sight of the heart and simple heart-turning love story at its core. So I just revisited Ratatouille a couple days ago, and uh, I had forgotten about, you know, its appreciation of good food and sophisticated palate, meaning Remy, and... The film basically is about what a great artist can be, what a great artist can come from, and it's about food and how to savor it. And I couldn't believe how good the dishes looked in that 
film and how great the soundtrack was. And I do believe rewatching it that I like it much better because it's probably been 10 years since I've seen it. So I had to revisit it. And I think it's a gift to film fans of all ages. And I'm going for Ratatouille. Oh, we have our next tie. And Damon is the deciding vote. Great. Okay. Or Wally. So, for me, uh, you know, again, Wally's a very, uh, a very really weird, grim look at you know the future and everything. But I'd, I'd have to say, Ratatouille's a film that kind of helped me grow my appreciation for food, like it is, mm-hmm. and it. It's it's a film that's well not only looks beautiful like like Nick mentioned the food looks incredible in it like it, it's really I was blown away yeah it's very well shot and very well made and it's just it's a fun watch and it hits all the right marks for me and it shows a lot of actual like hardcore appreciation for people who understand food and understand like everything behind food and within food like it, it, there's a lot of lot of that there mm-hmm. and so I, I have to pick Ratatouille and Pat Oswalt was incredible oh yeah definitely and just like that Remy swoops in and takes away Wally's chances uh, and I'm this okay is why this. and this is why I don't get a vote because we would have been at a standstill because as much as I love Ratatouille when I rewatched Wally I was just like you know this is actually very daring for Pixar because almost half of this film is not really talking. And I think the animation and the stuff is beautiful. And I think actually Wally and Eve are probably actually one of my top favorite on-screen couples. So why I don't get a vote because we would have been at a standstill. (laughs) But just like that, the top four seeds are the final four. Who could have seen that? Are we there already? Uh, yep. <laughs> so I'm going to start on one side because I'm kind of be interested how the other side goes. Uh, we have the number one, Toy Story 3, going up against number four, Ratatouille. And here... Uh, uh, even though I feel like I know who Nick is going to go with. Yeah, I didn't really get to talk about Toy Story 3 because Damon took all the glory on that one. Don't talk about it if you have points to add. Yeah, I just, you know, it's one of those movies. I mean, we all know, all I, I really enjoy all four Toy Story movies, but 3 is the one that's like blended comedy adventure and like honest emotion. And uh, the moments of pure delight to one of the most heartbreaking goodbyes in maybe movie history. Um, of course, the outstanding story and, you know, they kept the franchise in good hands with all the characters we've known and loved. And, you know, we all know how I feel about Toy Story. So I'll give Toy Story the edge here. Okay. That's one vote for Toy Story 3. Damon, Toy Story 3 or Ratatouille? You know what? Screw it. I'm going to be a rebel. I'm going to go with Ratatouille. Oh, we could be looking at an interesting conflict here. Or not. Because 
Uh, let him let him justify okay, himself. Go, go, go Maybe ahead, he'll then. sway me with his wonderful I, culinary then. words. <laughs> the thing is, uh, although I, I I love Toy Story 3, I think all the Toy Stories are near-perfect movies. Okay. Darn it, like, that's, it, it shows just a part of growing up, whereas I feel like in Ratatouille, there's a sign of, like I said, there's different appreciations there. This is showing more of, like, a, a ex- excelment within your own craft and like a beautiful story within that. Whereas Toy Story 3 is more of an ending an era. Kind of. And yes, it, it, yeah, I mean, ultimately, like I said, we didn't know quite about the fourth film yet, but it was sort of the end of an era, the end of a story. And that's a beautiful thing, but it, it, it just, it hits different. You done? Okay, then, George, if you are feeling a certain way, or did you get swayed by Damon? Uh, well, uh, I'm sorry, little buddy. I gotta go with, <laughs> I gotta go with Toy Story 3 on this. Oh, completely understandable. Like I said, it's like, just being a rebel. Why not? I, I know, but it's like I liked Ratatouille. It, I mean... Yeah. If you want to look at its competition film, if I remember right from that time, was literally flushed away, was going off against uh, Ratatouille, and clearly Ratatouille knew what it was doing. Well, what what was what was that other movie, really? Uh, flushed away was pretty bad. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's like it it didn't know what it wanted to be. It's like it wanted to be American Tale in England, but I, whatever. That's a different bus. Yeah, Toy Story 3. Okay. And if I had to go with one of these two, I ultimately also would have ended up with Toy Story 3. However, I want to put it out here. If Wally had moved on, I actually would have picked Wally. Now to the other side, we have number two seed inside out up against number three up. And with this, we start with Damon. Yes, of course. Yes. Yes! <laughs> Inside Out versus Up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn it. Screw you, Damon. Okay, so looking at the two films from what they are, they're both high-packed in emotion. Like, just extremely high-packed in emotion. And I, I can really appreciate how uh, Inside Out does a lot with mental health. Like it, it really, you know, it's it shows like a kind of a a way of looking at it that is more palatable for children to understand. And I can really appreciate that. And up, you know, if we go to the other side, up, up can you know it, it pushes pushes you to really kind of look to you know you, like it, it brings the aspect of like a grumpy old man, and you never know. It, it really makes you want to look at someone's story before you can actually sit there and like judge them. And I feel like that does a good thing. And you know what? I, I think I'm going to be a rebel again. I think I'm going to go with Up. Okay. I don't necessarily know as being a rebel, but okay. So that's one for Up. George, who are you going with? Yes. <laughs> uh, is this the final? No. It's the, it's the second to final. Okay. So it's it's semi-final. In, in, inside out, Up. Uh, I'm going with Inside Out again. 
Oh, son of a bitch. A- a- any clarification <laughs> or you just uh, want to pass it on? Well, as up, up feels more like the end of a journey, while Inside Out is that feels more like, even though it, the movie, of course, ends, it feels like it's the start of a journey. So I'm going to be the optimistic here. That's the entirety of my choices. I feel optimistic, so I'm going with Inside Out. Okay. Mr. Nickerish, my life. we come to you with a deciding vote. Inside Out or Up? Oh, this may be, and I've said this before, this may be the hardest decision I've ever made as far as the seating goes. Oh, jeez. Well, I've said what I thought about Inside Out. Now, Up, you know, it's basically an exciting, funny adventure from start to finish. You know, it's an impeccably crafted story told with, you know, death and wit and, you know, it was another treat by Pixar, but the key for me is not a moment in this film when there's not like a smile or, you know, whatever in your heart, like your face is always smiling and you always got feelings in your heart. So I'm going to go with up. Okay. We have up moving on. Not to take anything away from inside out, but up, up hit me harder. Uh, and if I could have said anything about this, well, I'll say it, even though it makes no difference. I ultimately would have gone with Inside Out because I think the first 10 minutes of Up is some of the best that Pixar has ever done. It's just after that, it's not as strong, in my opinion, even though it's still very good. And Inside Out is throughout amazing for me. So we have our finals. We have the number one seed. Funny enough, we have some coinciding numbers here. Toy Story 3 going against the number three up. And I believe Nick gets saying this. Well, um, it felt very similarly between these two films, very similarly between these two films, you know, because they both, you know, tugged at the heartstrings. But like I said, Toy Story 3 is the only one of the maybe three times I've ever cried in the theater. So that one got me the most, and I'm going to say Toy Story 3. Okay, one for Toy Story. Damon, Toy Story 3, you're up. <sighs> well... Going over up, like you like you said, that you know having that that is like some of the probably the best that's you know the first ten minutes of that film again probably the best that they've ever done. Like I I really truly believe that, and all it does pan out a little farther you know into the film. I think overall it is still a very you know beautiful film, but I think my vote's gonna have to go to Toy Story three because. Again, overall, Toy Story, it just hit me a lot harder than Up. It just, I mean, the story, like like you like you said, it's, you know, ending in it. And, like, the final is, like, the finale is very hard to watch. And it's the, one of the only times, like Nick mentioned, that actually made you really, at least for me, made me really, like, start to go crazy in the theater. So, yeah, Toy Story 3 for sure. Well. And sorry to say, but if George, if you had a throw in here, who would have you gone with? Toy Story 3 or Up? 
Pick two, my lord. <laughs> well. <They> got it. <laughs> uh, Toy Story 3. Oh, and just like that, folks, we have once again crowned Toy Story the champion of a decade. I could throw this out here. It's in Spanish in that one, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but I didn't have that one queued up. Uh, If I can just throw this out here, I would have ended up going with Inside Out to be the best. Really? And you want to know why? Yeah. I I, I feel like... Toy Story 3, because of Toy Story 4 emerging, has lost a little bit with the ending. Yeah, hey, I honestly, I, 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 I see your point there. I really do. Also, I just feel a little bit biased in that I feel like I would have wanted to give it to somebody else other than Toy Story, since Toy Story just destroyed the last one. But I did not have say in this, so... Uh, Honestly, I, I give you exactly. I give you fair points on that because I understand. You know, it was a very emotional for three and four. Kind of actually, you know, it's just like okay, actually, the story is going to continue now. And so I, I see what you're saying. Um, as I pointed out to some of you, because the whole world is ending and stuff. And it's going to take a little bit while now, but we're not going to be getting the next decade of this anytime soon. Um, what would be the just, next line for us? Would that be in four years then? Um, that or depending on how many come out. Uh, so, you know, if it comes to it, I'm just going to put it here on my notes. Uh, if we would like to again try to pick one of these to get a redemption shot, who would it be? Uh, By the way, it sounds, Ian would have put, liked to put Inside Out on that list. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I personally would. For a redemption shot? Mm-hmm. Well, my vote goes down to Ratatouille. It's because you're a foodie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my second choice was Wally, so... Uh, Nick, Nick. It's gonna say cars. Oh, I know it. <laughs> cars too. Damn it. Um, <laughs> More. Uh, you know, I, that's a rough one because you know there's at least four or five of these easily they can get a second shot. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree and go with Inside Out. George. Inside out. What do you Dang want if, that, if, that's, if that's what you wanted, yeah. Well, well no. do, you want, do you want me to ter- turn this into a tussle and just be like, tee hee hee, ratatouille, tee hee. Now we're evenly split. <laughs> or, you, or you could have been like Wally, but still Inside Out would have moved on. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think if we're all good with Inside Out, is going to get a redemption if possible. We'll just see how it turns out. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, because let's see here. 
Because if I remember right, I told Damon and a few other people that if we were to try to do like another decade or so, there's only like five films that qualify right now. So it's like, yeah, how 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 would that one go? Because <laughs> that would be Cars Three, Coco, oh, The Incredibles no. Two, Toy Story oh, Four, no. and Onward. <laughs> what? Just just my gut instinct right now is just Coco. Oh God! It was a beautiful film. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I started to think about that I didn't find out until a few recently, I was like, you know, why have I not, like, seen Frozen or some on here? Oh, wait, that's not Pixar. I just, for some reason, always associated it, but it was Pixar, but it wasn't. I just threw up my mouth a little bit. <laughs> you're, you're, uh, pull, you're, you're, you're pulling an ants and bugs life kind of situation there. <laughs> well, and if we're given the choice between that, I'm going to go with ants. Because that's stuck with me way longer than Bugs Life has, in my opinion. I think the uh, from that movie stuck with me more than anything else, because they were horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and yet one of them was voiced by uh, Dan Aykroyd. And Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Well, he was an oh, ant, right? And it, but hey, Christopher Lloyd was an ant too. Sweet. It, that cast is awesome. Uh, so yeah, guys. Uh, once again, probably unsurprising to a number of people, Toy Story has destroyed and beaten the Pixar bracket once again. That's uh, two, baby. Ha- <laughs> uh, how you guys feeling about this outcome and? Uh, are you ready for more to come? My vote's well, for Coco. For... <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I, I kind of figured that this is how this one was going to end up. Again, same thing kind of with, you know, the first one. Like, I, have a, I had a feeling that Toy Story was going to go pretty high. But I think the third one is going to be a lot tougher, actually. I think it's going to be more of a I don't know what I'm going to choose kind of thing. <laughs> So I'm gonna I, tell I, you right now. I don't think you're gonna get a third one. So yeah, I don't. I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that I don't think that Toy Story is gonna be complete writing champ of this. Well, we'll see what happens with time. Uh, other than that, we maybe will have. I know that we have a couple of other brackets that we've been talking about, but it's a matter of. I'm not ready get, for the get, one that we've been discussing the most. Well. Again, that one is going to be the probably the most emotional one, but there's also so many on there that I still have to even watch in order to try to be a part of that if I get a stay. So, uh, other than that, uh, other stuff we might have down the pipeline are maybe we'll have a Batman bracket at some point, but that's going to be a little bit tricky to try to design. Okay, so Batman. Are we talking about animated? Are we talking about live action? What that's bats are the, we doing? That's the stuff that would be discussed. Okay. Because, like, the live action stuff, I'm like, Batman is still being made, so it's really hard for that stuff. And as much as there's some been some good animation that have come out 
technically in a theater. A lot of people's favorites didn't. So that's a tough one. Uh, but uh, hopefully still got a couple, maybe like some free range coming up at some point. Uh, if any of you, of course, have a certain you know topic or something you want to bring up, always feel free to bring it up with me or you know just shooting the shit. <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, if you guys enjoyed this and had fun, oh yeah, yep. hell yeah, good time. Uh, yeah, it was uh, very interesting to try to fi- figure out how to watch all these again. So that was time-consuming. That's impressive. It's always fun to it's always fun to talk about movies. You know, it's not like and we don't get to you know daily. especially during this time <laughs> when we're without all of them. Yeah, but this just drives us to now go back and revisit some stuff, and maybe if we feel different. Yeah. Uh, I know that I've done that a few times already this year. And I still have stuff that I have to finally check out. Uh, one of them might be an upcoming, I don't know, anime episode that might be up here. Uh, uh, if George and Fargo decide to join that one. I think uh, Kira might be up. So look, look forward to an Akira or Akira review up here at some point uh well guys other than that i think we're at the final part of this so as always even though i know two of you people how you'll answer this so i'm going to just single you out right now damon you have nothing to plug right nope (laughs) george george you have nothing to plug right I've never had anything to really plug for you ever. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even. Mr. Nickers Chicken, would you like to plug your socials? Uh, See, he's working on it. Yeah, let him put up his Oh, yeah. Swipe right. Um, Basically, just Twitter. Uh, Nickers underscore chicken. You know, I don't really get on Facebook anymore, so whatever. Okay. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at GuyLoco89. If you want to find me on Facebook, Ian Novak. And that is all I feel like giving out. And, and if you want to know, and if you want to know Nick's OnlyFans, it's Nick the Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Damon. Making that side money. (laughs) Uh, Other than that, please, if hopefully we have entertained you, keep subscribed to get our newest podcast that get up here on the Crazy Poultry Inc. podcast here on either Spotify, Anchor, Google, wherever you get your podcasts now. Uh, Until then, guys. Y'all got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. See you guys next time.